good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. And we have our mascots with us here today, Rio and Tori, my two chihuahuas, so hopefully they're not going to speak up too much. Okay, so we're talking about records, and Duran Records specifically. The first one I bought was the reissue of Duran Duran that had Is There Something I Should Know on it. And of course I knew somehow reading Star Hits or something that there was a, another version, an original version that had another song on it. So I had to seek out that one too. So I had to have them both. Um, so that I remember buying that at some teeny tiny little record shop on Main Street in Batesville, Arkansas, because I was there visiting my grandparents one summer. Um, Batesville, that's funny. Batesville, Arkansas? Just Bates. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that. Yes. Okay, I never even thought about that. <laughs> My favorite, though, of the early records is Rio. And I have, over the years, had declarations where I've said, oh my gosh, Notorious is the most solid album ever. You can't get any better than Notorious. But the more I think about it, the more I listen, um, the more I experience this band Rio is the best album ever, 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 ever. And so is the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first two are like magic music. Mm-hmm. Magic music, 100%. I got Seven and the Ragged Tiger for Christmas, 84? Was it 83 or 84? Mm-hmm. It was freezing cold in Donaldsonville, Louisiana. We got a trampoline that Christmas. So mom and dad always woke us up at like six in the morning. We are up at dark, still freezing cold, jumping on trampoline. We go back inside, <laughs> open up our gifts. And I was more excited about Seven and the Ragged Tiger than I was then about the trampoline. Fast forward to more modern times. I continued to be a Duran Duran fan throughout the 90s. When John left, continued to follow John, listened to and went to see um, Pop Trash and Let It Flow. And I was I was still very much a, a Durani throughout all of that very slow and downtime. But when the reunion was announced in uh, early, well-ish, 2001-ish, no, 2000-ish, right? I cried. I cried. I was at work. I was a travel agent. Uh, I visited the DuranDuran.com website, and the splash page was that black and white photo of all five of them. I'm going to cry now. <laughs> oh, my God. That photo of all of them smiling, and it's just the most beautiful photo. I went to my boss's office, and I said, my band is back, and they're probably going to go on tour, and you will likely be approving lots of time off for me for the next <laughs> little while. And she looked at me like I was crazy, but... They saw me crying. They heard me squeal. They knew that something was going on. When Astronaut came out and the original five were back together and making this music that I had missed for all of those lean years and and the down years, Astronaut will forever and ever and ever have a special place in my heart because that's when I met, started meeting such fantastic people, had the resources to go see them live and to, you know, hang out in the same hotel lobby because I was old enough to drink now. And Astronaut was kind of the the beginning of my new Duran phase, which was more adult and more 
sophisticated, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. <laughs> um, yeah. What's your favorite song? Yeah. My favorite song on Astro, it's hard to say. I have a very specific and fun, fond memory of the song Astronaut, but there are others on there that are more meaningful, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, just, just the song Astronaut, I went to the Astronaut listening party in Houston, and we're all standing up in this area where we're taking pictures with the band and everything and there are a few of us all together and the song astronaut starts playing and john's behind me and he started dancing and singing and simon's behind me dancing and like touching me you know like i'm standing in front of him just trying to get my picture taken and simon's like literally moving behind me and i could feel him because he was so moved by the excitement of this music that they just created and i just remember that feeling very special that was very special. Question is, how did John dance? Was it his crazy? Music? No, he didn't. He didn't do his. <laughs> he didn't do his running in place. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> he didn't do jazzercise. <laughs> jazzercise. <laughs> yeah. That would have been so funny. Oh, bless um, him. We love that John. Yes, we yes, love that. Yes. The John dancing. Yes. <laughs> Beyond astronaut, I have very much love for the new music too. But I think that's where. Um, the most of my appreciation goes for the more modern music is astronaut. And it might have been because of that very personal experience with that. So, yeah. Favorite song? Oh, my gosh. Um, I have a bunch of favorite songs, but they come from the first album. Um, Fast, uh, Friends of Mine and Sound of Thunder, because the drums on those two songs are just amazing. It's like Roger's a robot. And maybe there was a robot at the time. No, I don't know, but Roger's robot. a robot. Um, and then... Uh, I think their version of Make Me Smile is a song that mm. I listen to ad nauseum. Yes. I will listen to for the rest of my life. Yes. I think that version of Come Up and See Me, Make Me Smile is one of the best things ever recorded. And then there's just so much more, but those are my three. Mm. That, that, yes, you can see yeah. that back up oh, with Andy, of course. I remember seeing that, seeing yes. them all alive, the Hammersmithian. Yes, yes. I didn't even know like what it was. Yeah. I was just, I, at the time, I thought it was a Duran Duran song. Yeah, shame, shame to say, but um, but yeah, and then I found out. I was like, man, I love this. Mm-hmm. I love it, and I've still never seen it live. I was gutted. I haven't when either. they've yeah. done it recent, like in the two thousands live. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah. I I would love to see that. So I remember I had the cassettes. So my first dream music was that Rio cassette, and then I got the album for Seven and the Ragged Tiger. I think I got the album, and I may have had the album cassette for everything because you had the cassette to listen on your Walkman and not just a copy of your album because it was a better quality, or at least I thought so when I was in junior high. And then I got Arena for Christmas. And then I remember my friends were telling me if you go to the special record store, they had the imports, and the imports had these songs on the B-sides that we couldn't get on the regular ones. So I was like, oh my goodness, I have to get this. So my mom took me to this little tiny record store, and the funny thing is I walk in the door, and the guy that owns it just points. Like, he looks at me, and he points, and he just points right at the Duran Duran section. I'm like, does he (laughs) not think that I want to go look at the rest of the records in the store? No, apparently when anyone under the age of, you know... 15 walked in they went straight to the duran section so my favorite song from the debt back in the day is like an angel which mm-hmm. is a b-side yeah. on rio mm-hmm. i love my love love way. that song, like song. It's, it's the back it's the b-side of on mm-hmm. my own way mm-hmm. if i ever heard them 
play yeah. that song, I would fall over and just die. <laughs> or if I ever have the money to hire them for my own private concert, we're going to do that one. So Simon, get, start practicing again because I really need to hear like an angel. Suzanne please. is going to harmonize yes. like yes. nobody's yes. business. Yes. Well, and I do know the harmonies of Secret October, yet another B-side, <laughs> which is super awesome, which they might actually maybe one time one time do but anywho so i I love the b-sides and partially just because they were they they felt more exclusive and back then they really were because you had to have those records and it's not like now which is super fun now that you can get online and get everything but back then you couldn't and so when you had that it was fun to share with your friends too that you had these special songs that you couldn't get other places I like how this has sort of morphed into our adulthood where we go to the record convention every Oh, yeah. yeah, I used to go oh. twice a year. I think it's, it's just, just once, once a year. year. But yeah. we have a dealer. Yes. A record so dealer. Jody and I have a record. She Well, she has a record dealer from L.A., and then I love that guy from the U.K. that has all those oh, seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. seven inches. Yeah, yeah. So Jody and I really love vinyl, and next week is record store day, so we're going to go get As the Lights Go Up. Down. 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 <laughs> which is the arena stuff that they didn't put out on vinyl, which is super cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean... I have my vinyl collection from the early days, and now I am growing my vinyl collection with this newer music. In the sense of the new, the newish stuff, I can tell you the moment I heard Ordinary World, I was in college, I turned on the TV, and I sat there, and I was just like, they're back. Mm-hmm. And something about it, something about that song, and the, it was a video, the video was so beautiful, and it you know, it reminded me a lot of Saver Prayer and not that they weren't around and I still would listen to some of the other albums and I had them, but just something about that song was just so special that I was like, Wow. And and really it was, because then that was the first time I got to see them was that that tour with the wedding album. Yeah. But then more recently, I love Last Night in the City. I mean, <laughs> that is my jam. But I also love EDM and I think it's kind of fun that they're dabbling with that. So I just love that that just kind of the emotion that that captures that I could, I hope that they keep that one around because that one is just super fun because it just really captures the excitement. And then whatever girl, I mean, right now it's been Aaron, but the girls can really just rock on that too. And then that's the song where John plays the keyboards, which totally freaked me out the first time I saw that. And does his running man dance. And he does his running man dance at the same time. But I, I just love that. And then... Which brings us endless joy in entertainment. Endless yes. joy when John yes. dances. Yes, it does. And, you know, we were talking about some of the other albums. I still love The Man Who Sold a Leopard. I mean, it is slightly creepy, but it's based on a book and an old movie. But it's just the storytelling. And it's just so beautiful. And it's just... I love when the music is visual to me, and when I when I hear it, I can see things, and just something about that song, I just, I still, I love that song. And here again, I don't know if they'll ever do that one live as well, but it's, those are some of my, my, my more recent favorites. They did it on the unstage thing, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yes, they did. But they had all those guys, they had special guests, yeah. and they brought Kellis in for That's that. Right. So they have done it, yeah. but, you know, it's. It's just, it's so much like the chauffeur. I mean, it's just kind of fun. Maybe they have, maybe they have like a, a dark side show where they play all the Nick's favorites. Because I think, yes. Oh, well. Oh, that can be a whole other episode. We're going to tape Arcadia and Power Station for another discussion because we have lots of thoughts on that. So those are some of my, my thoughts about some of the music. Uh, Stephanie or Diana? I, I remember getting the single for Is There Something I Should Know. I got the 12-inch single, and Faith in This Color was on the other side, and, and I was just mesmerized by that song. 
I loved that song, just the instrumentation and everything about it. And, and just like you, Suzanne, I loved the B-sides yeah. of the 12 inch singles, you know, like an angel and, um, fame, fame. faster than light. Yeah. Faster than light. Oh, and two you know, seconds, little side note. Why did they not cover fame when they were trying to honor David Bowie? I don't get why they, they did that. Well, I mean, <laughs> Starman, they did Starman, yeah. but at the same well, time, they fame, that would have hit two things, yeah. a B-side and honoring yeah, I think it the went man. with the flow of the. Anywho, yeah. sorry. The back to your the, the songs and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, my my all time favorite was Secret October, and that mm-hmm. just blew me away. Yes. I listened to that over and mm-hmm. over and over again. I mean, I just it was unlike anything that they had done or that I, you I, had heard in general. In general, and and just I think since it, it just I was so just hypnotized by that song. And then I remember hearing um, the live version from, gosh, like in the late '90s, I think it was, oh, or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That one was that yeah. was really really good, as well. Um, so I I really got in. You know, I, I obviously I bought the albums and I had the cassettes as well. I mean, I had the cassette version of Seven yeah. and the Ragged mm-hmm. Tire and I had the album version. Yeah, I mean, I just I just bought all the accompanying 12 inch singles. In terms of you know the later on. I was really struck by Come Undone. I, I just, I think for me, the, the sort of more moody type songs, in addition to obviously the, the, the feel good stuff and, you know, the reflex and all of that, I, I love it. But, but the sort of more, I guess, dark for lack of a better word, but I don't really see it as dark, but just more moody and atmospheric. And atmospheric <laughs> yes. Um, and Come Undone, I was really struck with that one. And, you know, I, The Chauffeur was, was another one that just, they just really just grabbed me. And Come Undone did that for me. I can't say that about Ordinary World, and you ladies know about that one. But um, <laughs> I can't listen to that one either, but that's, you know, my sister died right before mm. that album came out. And that song is just too much for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, you know, more recently, I, I you know, especially with, with Paper Gods, I started to see sort of some some um, similarities between things, and I guess actually, girl panic. You know the 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 you know the drum beats and everything. Like you know in the mm-hmm. the, the sequence in the middle, you know there was some parallels to girls on film, and mm-hmm. um, you know with Paper Gods, the um, only in dreams. I adore that song, and that kind of took me back to Tiger Tiger. Oh, yes. Wow. And so I, I just started to kind of draw some parallels and, and it was so cool to kind of to have that perspective now that, you know, being older and just, you know, knowing all the, the, the songs and things. So that part I love. When Pressure Off came out, <laughs> I was just... Oh my gosh. That video. I was in that on cloud December. nine, and yeah, and when <laughs> like video. when the single came out, and I listened to it, I remember it was at work, and it was some kind of similar to your situation, Jody, mm-hmm. where I heard it, and when I came into the office, and I was just in, I was in tears because I was mm-hmm. so happy uh-huh. and just like, I love the song. I, it just feels <laughs> yeah. so good, yeah. and it was just, and then seeing, and I'm gonna get choked up now, seeing it live. <laughs> And you know Ooh. it's time to take the and and the the confetti coming out and I was like oh my god this is just this captures confetti is life yes this captures how Duran Duran makes me feel mm-hmm. and it was just it was so I amazing. think the first time I, I heard that. it was someone's video from Red Rocks mm. because. Yeah, I don't know that the single had been released yet, or mm-hmm. something had happened right at Red Rocks, 
and they were celebrating it. Yeah. But I think that was the first time I heard it, and yeah. Niall was on stage with them, right? Yes. yes. So that, yeah, yeah. that yeah. was and, very significant. And we, same yeah. with Astronaut. Yeah. I mean, that that definitely holds a special place mm-hmm. in my heart mm-hmm. as well. I mean, front to back, that's a good album. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to that, too, for the first time, and it was just like, man. Yeah. This is, this is my band. This is it. <laughs> yes. I am just so happy about it. You know, um, and I feel like any of the albums... We can all pay at least two or three songs oh, that we love, at nice. least two yeah. or three songs from any of the albums, yeah. which, I mean, that's huge. I remember yeah. specifically detesting Love Voodoo from the wedding album, and today it is, like, lyrically one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's love... turn around on that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, yes, you're right. There's at least two, if not mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess all... You can't choose a no, Duran no. song. That bass oh. line, though, Love Voodoo. I mean, oh, hello. Yeah. How can you not right. be John? Besides you, others fade away. I mean, Thank seriously, you. Simon. There you go. I mean, man. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I'll close with Lonely in Your Nightmare. Oh, oh God. Oh, yes. <laughs> is, man, I mean... <laughs> yes. Because there's heat beneath your winter. I mean, it just the lyrics on that song, oh. it just... I love that song. And the video was beautiful as well. Simon's, I don't but know just, what it is about Simon's voice specifically mm-hmm. on Lonely Your Nightmare that draws me in Yeah, every single time. Like, I get lost in his voice. And yeah. Simon is such a storyteller. It is. Um, you know, he, he's obviously one of my favorite lyricists. For that reason, because, um, you know, to Suzanne's point as well, he, you like songs that take you on a journey that tell a story mm-hmm. and Simon is one of the best who can tell a story not only with lyrically but even with his voice can mm-hmm. kind of take you to a different place mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah and with Lonely in Your Nightmare I don't I just get lost mm-hmm. in that song I will tell it you just... something that happened to me I had driven to Houston by myself to the Toyota Center to watch the Rockets um, do like a preseason sort of scrimmage mm-hmm. game or something. And I was just driving to Houston, watching this, turning around and coming back. But the Toyota Center's downtown. I'm by myself. I'm five foot tall in this little bitty thing walking through downtown Houston, which historically has a, a fairly negative reputation. Immediately leaving my car, locking the door, beginning my walk, that song popped in my head. Lonely in Your Nightmare became this sort of comfort mm. to me as I'm walking through this kind of questionable park in this weird situation where I'm down there by myself. And that just became sort of my security. Mm-hmm. That voice, those words, mm-hmm. it was it's what got me to where I needed to be safely. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I completely agree with that. It yeah. takes you to a different place. And in my instance, that was safety and security like I, I have this to keep me calm you know mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah so um my first Duran album that I physically purchased or begged my mom to purchase <laughs> was Seven and the Ragged Tiger um we were at Kmart for you people <laughs> who live in other parts of the country I don't know if Kmart is across, was across the U.S. or not um but it was definitely a southern store um, we were in Kmart and I needed to have that album, obviously, because I had just been hypnotized by the Reflex video and I needed this album and I got it and I remember going home, tearing off the wrapping. Um, my mom and my mom still has this, has a music setup where it's the vinyl record player cassette eight track 
Um, I remember sitting on the floor, lying on the floor next to the speaker and just soaking it all in. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, combing through the visuals Mm -hmm. of Seven the Ragged Tiger. And um, obviously, I need to know every word of every song that's being said and just kind of soaking in the lyrics the visuals, you know, thinking to myself, you know, what is this kind of like a map of, of things yeah. and what does this all mean and what does this symbol oh, mean symbols, and, and yeah, trying to dissect um, the, the total package. That's why vinyl, the kids will never know. Like yeah. the download, no, I need we'll I need to know the yeah. lyrics. I need to know what's being said. I like the whole package that comes with an album or CD or mm-hmm. or even cassette would still give you the lyrics and it would give you some visual and kind of put a story together for you that you cannot get um, with with just downloading a song. And uh, for some reason, I was completely drawn to Shadows on Your Side. Mm-hmm. It's probably debatably one of my favorite songs. Duran songs and definitely probably my favorite Duran song um, on Seven Ragged Tiger. That bass line draws me in every time. And but Tiger Tiger has that sentimental value. Like to this day, if I start if I hear Tiger Tiger, I start welling up. Me too. So I and I think that takes me back to you know watching you know watching Sing Blue Silver and the tour and oh my gosh when they played it live a couple of years ago on what is it All You Need Is Now tour when they when they came out and Simon Dolly oh was, was played that, that. like yeah. I was I was welling up yeah. like I'm still taken to that place it's yeah. just visually mm-hmm. you, you get this image visual I, mm-hmm. I see touring buses I see which you know at the I end know. of the day Duran is my happy place so that just it just, all of that swells up in me when I hear Tiger, Tiger. So that's a whole nother story. But do you remember how the reflex wasn't Niles' version? Or at least on my record, it wasn't. Well, no, it wasn't. No, exactly. It wasn't. Yeah. Like, What's wrong um, with the reflex? So that, so that, so that goes, yeah. yeah. So then, I mean, okay. It doesn't have Niles yet. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, the reflex was also my first 12-inch single. and For the Nile version. The Nile version. And... I had the absolute pleasure and fortune a couple of years ago to tell Niall this, and I promise you, I barely got through it. I choked up, um, thanking him for that version and letting him know that that was my first 12-inch and single and or vinyl album, whatever you want to call it. Just that 12-inch of the reflex to this day gets me going, and all the little intricate parts of, yeah, just like... Oh my gosh. But anyway, <laughs> it's a whole nother story as I keep saying, but, um, I think I got Rio next and to Dee's point, Lonely Nightmare is probably the song that is one of my top five Duran songs ever. And as far as, as, as the more recent catalog, um, Astronaut is, has got to hold a, a special place in my heart because that is what brought all of us together mm-hmm. for that reason. We're here talking for that reason because of astronaut. Um, and just even sometimes just the, the, the top uh, nice is, is my favorite song of astronaut because nice is how I feel. Because that is the quintessential. That's exactly how I'm feeling. I'm feeling so nice <laughs> yeah. when I'm at a Duran yes. show. It's my happy place. I'm feeling nice. Like what's my, yeah. how, where else do there I want to be? There is nothing. There is nowhere. Yes. Is that 
that does that not sum it up or not? I mean, what else can you say? That's why we should open That's what every, it is. So, every show with that yes. song. Yes. Um, you should say that back to us. But then again, I mean, <laughs> but there's gems on every, I mean, there's been, yeah. to Suzanne's point, there's a gem on every album. Um, mm-hmm. You know, RCM has some gems on it. Temptation. Yeah. Um, tempted. Tempted. Yes. Yeah, I love tempted. the valley. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to run to the valley. Yes. Mm-hmm. The valley gets you pumped up when I'm exercising that bass. I mean, yeah. hello. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How can you not? Um, and even Nick woven in and what he's doing on synths and mm-hmm. keyboards and his Nick magic. It's 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 all over that as well. I think to your point, D. Only in Dreams is is one of those things that that kind of takes me. I remember getting the album, going to get the delu- finding the deluxe version at Target yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Actually, they didn't have it out on the shelves. Mm-hmm. I hunted someone down. Me too. To go find me it. Too. They had to find in it the in the back. back. They had yeah. to go find it in the back. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll wait. And waited a good 10 minutes or so for someone to find it, and they hadn't put it on the shelves yet. And I remember driving home and sitting in my car and listening to it its entirety and immediately being drawn in by Only in Dreams. Did the one um, you get have the two mm-hmm. um, additional songs on it? Yeah. Yes. The one you got, I mean? Yeah, the one that had the bonus tracks on it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm let's, to remember the name. <laughs> of course, we now have about like eight copies of Paper Gods <laughs> yes, with all exactly. of the VIP tickets for this. But, and I think I've Seriously. even given some away to like, you need to hear this yeah, as, as well. Yeah. Um, but Only in Dreams, like, really. Uh, drew me in i love me some northern lights bonus track valentine stone um and uh i I, the beach one too but i can't remember the name of it evil beach on evil beach now and then i just recently learned that um jonesy played at the end of was it he's on planet roaring or or i think so i think he just mentioned that in his Jonesy Juice box with uh, john recently Uh and i didn't i didn't know that so um that was an interesting fact trying to think of what else tracks cool. live though live. I mean, there well, are certain yeah. songs live well, let's that, table yeah. that for another day okay thank you for tuning in to the ice cream cherry smile podcast we are so glad you could hang out with us for a while please subscribe to this podcast on spotify itunes or your favorite podcast player see you again real soon 